0: all right here we are with our third episode of number three film shots film shots y'all and I want to thank everybody who's been listening some people have been sending in some comments
1: and um, um, I understand they're very useful comments Um, for instance today we will make sure that we correct some mistakes that we made the last time
0: last time we were at the coffee bean and tea leaf we had some people sitting next to us that uh, their audio was pretty much about as loud as ours, so it was kind of hard to listen to. <laughs> Today we are on location again, however, because we could not resist the opportunity to come to this place called
1: Raw. Giuliano Raw. What is it? Raw food? Is it's it just Giuliano's
0: like that? Raw Food Restaurant here in Santa Monica?
1: It's on Sixth and um, Broadway in Santa Monica. It's right across from a construction site. Um, you can't miss it. You can't miss it and it's very lovely. I think the thing that struck us both when we came... Oh, by the way, mm-hmm. my name's Jesse Rhines, And I'm Joel Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, Joel. Um, but um, the place is actually quite lovely. It's, it's not large, but there are flowers all over the place. And I'm, I guess you can be guaranteed that they are real flowers here. Um, It's a nice orchid on our table. Yes, it's beautiful.
0: Alright, so let's dive into something, because you were telling me something Mm -hmm. uh, before we turned on our our camera here. We're actually using a camera, a very small Sony camera here to do our audio, which uh, just goes right into the Final Cut Pro, and then I send that uh, to an MP3 file and I put it out on the internet. That's how we're doing it. Um, I think that allows us the opportunity to to go anywhere Mm -hmm. and do the podcast. Absolutely.
1: The film um, shots, well, our intention is to move this into a video format so you'll be able to download video in the future on the web, but we haven't decided yet just what that video backdrop is going to be. You know, we're kind of new. So, yeah, um, we're very new to podcasting right. since we
0: are uh, film filmmakers. Uh, Jesse is a, is a film historian, I would Yeah, I, would I guess I'm
1: I'm, I, I'm an academic. I've got I've got a book out on the industry called Black Film, White Money, Rutgers University Press published. Um, can you hold for a minute, ladies and gentlemen, because our lovely server and guest, Allison, is here from Giuliano's Raw Food. Allison, Hi, can Allison. you have a seat now and talk with us, or are you busy?
2: Maybe for a couple of minutes. I do okay. have tables
0: inside. A couple of minutes. Okay. We we'll just have her for a couple of minutes. We want to ask her some questions about about the restaurant and uh raw food in particular, because we're new to that. Did. Yeah, yeah have please a have, have a seat. Have a seat. And you can okay. tell us when you have to go, don't be afraid. Okay. Yeah. And, All right. and
1: you can pop in and out. You know, okay. it's very informal. We have other people in the kitchen
2: that might be able
0: to
1: stop out. Alright, great. Allison is beautiful by the way. <laughs> by the way. I feel so lucky.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, now if you could talk into this microphone here so that we make sure that we hear you. Okay. Um, we are right now enjoying pumpkin tortellini. It's a raw food uh, delicacy. It is. Could you tell mm. us something about that?
2: Sure. Um, we use the mandolin and we thinly slice butternut squash. Mm-hmm. And then the, we, uh, inside is a pine nut cheese. So it almost looks like ravioli. And then we put that in the dehydrator. It's covered in olive oil, so it comes out warm.
0: And
1: wow, it's quite tasty. Very nice, very nice. Um, I Joel think has the, um,
0: the ca- cappuccino. I'm having a cappuccino. I imagine there's soy milk in here. Is
2: that right? No, oh, no, no soy milk. Oh, no That's soy either. No soy raw. either? We use raw nut milk.
1: Really? Nut milk. So it's
2: macadamia, almonds, nut milk. I Me.
1: love nuts, so I, this place could could end up being um, my um, home away from home. We do use a
2: lot of
1: nuts. Mm-hmm. No meat, right? No meat at all. No meat. Not even fish.
2: No dairy, no They fish. had
1: um, sushi on the menu, and I said, ah, oh, good. They have sushi. Something familiar. And now I find out that it's sushi made from what? <laughs>
2: Well, we do have a salmon sushi, and the salmon is macadamia nuts and butternut squash based.
1: Wow. I'll tell you, Joel and I are here displaying our, our ignorance in a completely <laughs> unabashed way. <laughs> um, so we are here to learn at Allison's feet.
0: Allison, can you tell us something about this script that we saw when we walked in the door?
2: Giuliano, uh, this is a script that he has just recently finished. I know he's always working on scripts and.
0: So Giuliano's the, the owner of the restaurant, right? Yes. And this is, this is, is a script. novel approach that I have. I've never seen this before. Uh, someone who would put their script right there for anybody to take. It's usually like the menus.
1: Are, it's right next to the and he has multiple copies. And usually it's people, about people are kind page. of protective yeah. about their scripts. He likes but
2: people, customers, to read it. He if wants they want customers to, to yeah. read it. How
0: about you? Are you involved in the film industry at all? I'm not. No. no. Do you have any idea maybe that you want to do that or anything like that?
2: It's always been an interest of mine, but right yeah. now I'm in fashion school. So oh,
1: fashion oh. <laughs> yeah. So tell us about your fashion. What, what, uh, the, what do you like?
2: Well, I just started, but I, I think it would be fun to design clothing.
1: Like what? Yeah, sweaters. You're, you look I, like a sweater girl. I
2: do like sweaters. <laughs> I like dresses and skirts also. Uh-huh.
1: Mostly Short skirts? Women.
2: No, not so sure. No. Maybe a couple. But
1: For some reason I like short skirts. I don't don't quite understand it. I don't know why. Not on me, not on me. (laughs) What are you going to eat? Um, I'm going to have the koji, is it? Uh, The
2: koji wrap.
1: The koji wrap, which is? I don't have a menu in front
2: of me to list all the ingredients.
1: Oh, okay. Well, we'll come back to that. But you know where you can get the menu, I, I guess, is in Giuliano's, Raw, the uncooked book. It is an actual book. This thing is, it's beautiful. It's got a beautiful color. We got to meet this Giuliano guy. It's, he's it's he's got, a
0: script writer, a book writer, he owns a restaurant. Yeah. Something's I happening. mean, he's with really that
1: an guy. entrepreneur and author. I mean, he's just an all around kind of healthy guy, I guess. A picture it must of him there must be a health. I bet that there is no nudity in that script. Why is that? Because. <laughs> well, maybe that would be pretty raw, would it? <laughs> All right, I'm
0: going to step away for two seconds. I know there's nothing illicit in it. (laughs) All right, so now I want to ask you about this other thing that we were talking about, and that is about, uh, you have a friend who just got her short film into Sundance, and I want to find out how she went about doing that, because there are a lot of people out there that are making films, they want to get them into uh, one of these prestigious film festivals. Absolutely.
1: Well, this is, um, her name is Kathy Busby, and um, the... uh, Oh, um, I think the name of the film is Joel and Marsh, or, or well, that's, something like that. That's good. Not our Joel from not, film shots. Th- not this Joel right. Marshall, but Joel and Marsh, <laughs> right. apparently. Uh, something like that. And okay. um, it's really, it's, this is her second film. Her first film is really cute, too, but it's, um, she had a larger budget. They both shot on, on tape, but it, she had a larger budget, of bi- bi- uh, a bigger cast. And she did some of the things that my film instructors told me never to do. She worked with kids and dogs. Always a good idea. Don't do what your film instructors tell you to do. I'll ignore them completely. Ignore them
0: completely. Go take the class, walk away with a degree, right. and then never and then look never back. never think
1: about it. <laughs> <laughs> Great advice. I'm sure USC will champion me now even more. <laughs> <laughs> but the, um, So that was her first film, and it's really cute, um, and it's taken from her, her own life, um, some, an incident that happened where a dog bit her coat when she was very young. And she learned a lesson from, from this. So it's a good, well-founded story, about seven minutes long. Okay, so
0: she made this great film, right? The she, new one, right. She shot it on
1: what? She shot it on tape. I don't know what kind.
0: Okay, so there are a lot of us sitting with short films. My, I have one that I've uh, gotten to a few different places. Mm-hmm. But I want to get it to some bigger festivals, you know? I just uh, put mine into the uh, Seattle Film Festival. Oh, all right, all right. And I called them up and no I made a contact. Mm-hmm. And I've had some films in, in different film festivals. I went mm-hmm. to the Cannes Film Market. I, uh had a film that was in the Tribeca Film Festival right. that I produced, uh-huh. uh, but it's not easy
1: to get the it's attention. absolutely not easy. Well this is, this is the, the, the thing um, about this film, and you know, it's hard. I've had other um, friends with films in, at Sundance as well, but um, I think the thing is um, probably that you have to make sure that you, and this is going to sound, you know, kind of obvious. Catch the eye of the people who are doing the, the screenings. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's a specific methodology toward doing it. Um, she um, just sent hers in. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, Allison's back with um, some okay. very interesting looking. Wow, food. Look at that. These are wraps. It looks like seaweed on the outside. That is correct. Um,
0: cabbage.
1: Um Mine's a
0: salmon wrap, and there is no salmon. In it. That is correct. Which is very odd. But my gosh, this is beautiful. Yeah, it's a lovely
1: presentation.
0: Very nice presentation. There's a there's a kind of a mustard looking thing around here. Yeah, is mustard? yeah.
1: Okay. It's it's very New York. You know that? Very New York. How so? How oh. is it New York? Well, it's That's New York except the portions are larger in uh-huh. new york you have this beautiful setting a gigantic plate and just these dots in the middle and little <laughs> dots of color spread around um but right. here we actually have a large piece of um okay great of, um, Thank you wrap um i guess it, it it is
0: uh so okay so i've got the salmon wrap it's pumpkin seaweed walnut butter salmon walnut butter is salmon but it's not salmon with guacamole, pickles, tomato, cucumber, mac mayo. Now, macadamia,
2: salmon. Macadamia,
0: nut, mayo. Oh, macadamia, nut, mayo. But right. what, what is salmon? What's the salmon?
2: So.
1: It's made out of walnut butter? You two there together, it'd be a beautiful photograph. I'm a <laughs> photographer, so. Too bad we don't have a video. It's really bad.
0: Um, yes. It's, it's made out of walnut butter. Walnut butter. I know it also
2: has macadamia and wow. um,
0: butternut That's great. Yeah. And, and w- have, what's in mine? Oh, what is in yours? This one. So. Shredded zucchini, pesto, nut cream, avocado, lemon, Celtic or Celtic, right. sea salt, seaweed, and nama shoyu. Is that right? Right. You What's gotta it? have
1: your nama shoyu every day. The That's the best soy sauce. Really? What oh, soy sauce? Mm-hmm. So uh, it doesn't have any sulfur in it, and what is that it's stuff? Ra- that it's It's like a
2: raw soy sauce.
0: From Japan. Fantastic. Okay. All right.
1: Uh, we're going to be greasing. Well, th- you, uh, I fellowship. guess I shouldn't say we're going to be greasing today. I mean, I could have said that if it was back in the black community 20 <laughs> years ago. I can't do it now. We're Can going we to hang be on to that we, we need to refer helping. to it. Okay, thanks a lot. <laughs> thank you. You're coming back, right?
0: Yes.
1: Okay. Okay, good.
0: All right, so we got to get back to this thing. Right. The
1: right. Um, then what happened? So um, she just. Um, sent it in. She said that she was a little, a little late. Um, she did get recommendations from people um, who. You, that's something you have to. You have to get recommendations from somebody. Or somebody write letters for you. You don't
0: have to to apply. I imagine it's probably a good thing. This well, she I was I a. She's.
1: Um, um, she does work in um, the industry, um, and she was able to, to get you know some people to write letters of support um, for her and. Um, I think that the main thing is and she was really afraid it was kind of cute the way she was afraid to show the film to me she wanted to but you know um, you know how that is Um, but I don't know how that is. She was afraid to show the film? Well, to me. Do you? Because we're friends and, you know, sometimes... Do you think because you're a film
0: historian and a a person who writes about films but doesn't exactly make films, do you think you're more critical than someone else, perhaps?
1: Um, I think that that, that's probably a tendency. In some ways, um, you feel freer to be critical Mm -hmm. when you're not really known as, as a filmmaker. I don't know why that is. Um, do you think Roger Ebert, from what I understand, Roger Ebert has possibly
0: dabbled in filmmaking? Is this possible? I mean, it's, uh,
1: it's probable. Or I do you think it's a
0: better idea to stay on one side of the fence or the other? Be a creative person who makes that, or be a creative person who makes who writes and create writes books and, and I think it's
1: better to be all of them. Yeah. Um, there's a, a the problem I think comes in um, that. Um, there ends up being a lot of hubris in the, the film industry, especially when you get into the upper. Hey, all levels of us of didn't it. go
0: to Yale. We don't know oh. <laughs> what hubris is. Sorry. Means. Uh, the pride.
1: Uh, um, pride, okay. Uh, um, uh, kind of an uh, excessive amount of pride sometimes. So um, you don't criticize anyone else because you don't want to be criticized. Um, and that allows you to be mad when somebody else who's not a filmmaker criticizes you. Because I've had some friends who were filmmakers. Um, um, object to things that I have, have said about some of uh, their work. Sometimes works, it's a good it's idea. Honest. I
0: find that when you're starting out and you're making films, to have a few people that you trust to look at your films, mm-hmm. maybe in an early stage, mm-hmm. so that they can say, oh, "You're going in the right direction," or "You're not going in the right direction." That
1: is absolutely so very that you important.
0: can then. See it from another point of view, and also even maybe see it from somebody's point of view who's not a filmmaker, not involved Absolutely. in the film industry at all. Yeah, so people are going to pay their money. Well, I don't know what's going on, or I don't know what that first guy, what mm-hmm. what his his purpose was.
1: Right? I mean, well, this um, ties in both with something that you said last week, and with um, on the nature of Kathy's film. Um, you were talking about your advice was that people go for um, few locations. Mm-hmm. Kathy used one location. Mm-hmm. The inside of a car. Great. That's it. It was all on the inside of a car. Very few cast members. Three. Two um, were um, over 90% of the cast. But, um, and it was just two guys not arguing, but having the same kind of discussion they always have that made no sense. It went everywhere it could go. And they just disagreed about everything. They argued about everything. Was it funny? It was hilarious. Do you think that's a uh, a good thing? I think you're, that if uh, you can be funny, I think that if you can be funny, uh, my understanding is that, that um, um, funny is hard. You know, it's it's not an easy hard thing to Hard to be funny. Do. Yeah, it's hard to be funny. Every
0: yeah. once in a while on this show, I try and be funny. It doesn't quite work. Yeah, it doesn't work that well.
1: Yeah, oh, no, <laughs> you're very funny all the time, Joe. Thanks you know love, that. Jesse. You're my man. Right. Um, so tell me, what do you think got her the attention that got her into Sunday? I think that what got her the attention was, once you saw, start looking at this film, it's seven minutes long. Any stars? And, um, Hill Harper is in it, um, who is, um, he's been in a lot of films. He was in, um, Usually, well, he's the doctor on CSI Miami okay. right now. So he's a
0: recognizable face. You right, he's a recognizable go, oh, face. Yeah. I, I know that guy, I don't know his yeah. name, but I know that guy. Do you right. think that's important?
1: I do think that that's important. Gives it some yeah, you can do maybe? that. Well, absolutely. Um, not it just allows a person to get into it more easily, especially if you're if you're in the industry. Mm-hmm. If you're in the industry, then you want to say, "Wait a minute, let me see how this guy's doing. He was lousy in the last thing I saw him, or something like that." So yeah, I think that, that that's a hook. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but it's only a hook. Um, I really think that for the most part, the quality of the films is is what drives most of the film festivals. And I felt that. Let's put it like this. Less than one minute into this film, I was almost on the floor laughing. Oh, that's a good thing. And I hardly stopped the entire time. And then, the big thing was, near the end of the film, the shock. Right, some kind of uh, it was a reversal twist. kind of twist? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. I would not have expected it. It came out of nowhere, and BAM! I, it ended.
0: I have to say, from my experience and watching a lot of films and film festivals and, and uh, um, submitting to film festivals and talking to people, is the the twist ending
1: super important. You gotta have that. You you, you, you gotta really have gotta have that. We were especially uh, in
0: short films.
1: I mean, well, I you, think Long
0: form films, it's true that you there should be reversals, twists mm-hmm. throughout the entire thing where people go, "Oh, I thought this was right that, and Now it's right. that. I mean, that's just a right. part of driving the plot. Mm-hmm. But especially in these short. Uh, Short films, if you have some kind of thing that kind of turns it all on its head at the end, it's a real
1: good thing. I think it's also, and you know, like I'll repeat this um, again as my suggestion um, for the day, but um, I think that it's important for people to, when they set out to make a short film, make a short film. Don't make your short film 45 minutes long. Plus, I have
0: seen a lot of short films where I watch it, especially where, I went to art school at CalArts, and the, the, I saw films then, when I was in school, and they were amazing films to watch. I mean, cinematically, they, were, mm-hmm. they pull you in, and you, you, you see some things that, that are uh, really artistic. And, but um, a lot of times, the, there was no plot.
1: Absolutely. They didn't have yeah. a plot
0: that had a beginning, a middle, and end. Right. And, and I think, at least when you're starting out, go with what works. Mm-hmm. Try it out doesn't work for you, then you go on from that there. And beginning, middle, and end is a really, I think, basic structure for basic story. You really a do basic need story. That. You
1: really do. And you need rising action. You know, um, Don't keep it all on the same level. You've got to remember, the audience wants to be built up. They don't want to see the same thing. And I can talk about this um, a little more because Kathy was um, ill last night, so we hung out at her crib and um, watched a movie. After we watched her films, we watched... Um, A movie about a child molester who had just gotten out of jail, and was struggling with child molestation desires. Mm -hmm. And um, it starred Kevin Bacon. Uh, Most Death was his. uh, He was the Kevin. Kevin Bacon was the child molester. Most Death was his. um, The the cop who bugged him all the time and thought he never should have been released, but. It's an idea that is dangerous to do because um, just the notion of a child molester, people aren't really gonna be running to see that, and I wasn't actually. Um, But the film stayed on basically the same level the entire time. Kevin Bacon's expression never changed the entire film long. There was not even a moment of happiness for him. I mean, he was just bugged by his past the whole time. And I think that what we want to do is we want to make our characters multidimensional. Mm-hmm. We want to have them not just mad. If it's an evil character, you got to be happy sometime. And Kevin Bacon, he's a,
0: a seasoned veteran. Absolutely. I mean, that guy can act. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. And he plays many different characters, and he's not afraid to take on something like this. Absolutely. Do you think that that was a problem with the direction, or do you think it was a problem with the story? I or looked do at you think the... Kevin said, oh, I'm playing a child molester. I better be really serious. That'll...
1: I think that, um, well... Um, this was made, this film was made by the same people who made Lee Daniels, um, put it all together. He was the producer. He's the same person who did Monster's Ball. Mm-hmm. Right? And they have a number of films. He's a brother. Uh, black guy. Lives in Harlem. He's from Philly. By a brother? He, he, do you mean that he's your brother? He is my brother in the struggle. <laughs> 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 you better believe it. Oh, I love to wow. continue. <laughs> so I'm not your brother? Um, you're my half-brother. Oh, my brother. It? Okay. I'm going to call you my half. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> but, um, so, um, I think that the problem was this, with the film was, in fact, something that I think the audience should know. Um, the writer and director, when she was writing the film, was still an NYU film school student. Now, really? this is great. She got this film out there. Mm-hmm. She's white. Um, which has nothing to do with her, uh, a half sister. <laughs> 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 but the um, um, what it was, it was all on one level. It was it was unidimensional, and um, some of the the cardinal notions of film I think were ignored. She didn't pay good attention to the need to have at, at least three plot points. She did break it down in, into acts. The action didn't exactly rise until the end. The ending was, was pretty good. Um, but um, she never gave us an inciting incident.
0: What is that? Now, will you explain that to there are okay. a bunch of people out there that might not know what that is? And well, maybe it's a bad thing to like throw around these, this yeah, kind of terminology. Yeah. I mean, because I don't want to stifle their creativity. You're right. Creati- You're right. Creativity. You You're but right. I do think, uh, yeah, inciting incident is yeah. something that is uh, I find fascinating.
1: Yeah, one Funny. of the things is that um, a film is, let's put it like this, an American film. You know, all films, all countries are not like that. This. this is an American style of filmmaking that we're talking about. And American films are made up of three parts, the um, three acts. First act is about 30 minutes for a feature film second act is the bulk of the film, and the third act is maybe, what, maybe ten minutes, something mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that usually. But the film is a journey for the protagonist, the main character. It's a journey, and it's a journey usually because of the conflicts that this person does not necessarily want to go on, or that this person wants to go on too much. Mm-hmm. So what you have to do is you have to have something that drives the story forward that pushes that character something has to happen within 30 minutes within uh, at the end of that 30 page point that makes the character move in a different direction that changes that character limit smart. 30 minutes about 30 minutes I think that's you're what right. they usually, usually
0: the sooner the better yeah because right. a lot of times you'll be watching a movie you will be like and this you know whether you know what an inciting incident or not if this thing is not happening you will feel it, right? And you will suddenly start to think, "Well, I wonder what I, you know, I'm going to have for dinner, or whatever. Right, you absolutely. Know? What's happening tomorrow?" And this is
1: the kind of what was happening last night. I was getting frustrated as I was watching the film. So, what is it exactly? The well, I, let, me, let me see if I can give you a, and a, a good example. The film that I, I used to teach um, that best did this was um, Patriot Games with okay. Harrison Ford, mm-hmm. and this shows. Uh, not average, of course, this guy's ex-CIA, but a basic American family in um, England. And they stop, and they're visiting things, and um, mother, daughter, father, and um, they're visiting all the monuments, and they go to... um, Buckingham Palace, uh-huh. and here we see the little girl. She's standing in front of that guard who never moves, moving back and forth, trying to make the guard move, trying to jump up and down and make him move, and it's a real cute thing.
0: So at this point, I'd be watching the film thinking, oh, that's a really cute thing, right. but this get really to the cute. point.
1: Right. Well, you, may, may, right? You, wouldn't, you would be waiting for You'd be going, you I wonder what's going to happen. Right. right, That's what would be that's happening. It's going to make me really want to watch it. <laughs> so, um, The father has gone off to, he's supposed to be meeting them outside the palace. So the mother and the daughter are there, and she, the mother comes and gets, okay, let's go, little daughter, and let's go. And um, we see that the father is just crossing the street, and I think he waves to the family, so he's on his way over. Suddenly, a car pulls up right in front of his family Mm -hmm. and blocks another car that was coming in. This other car is like a Rolls Royce. Mm -hmm. right? Four or five gunmen jump out of the car and start blasting the car. They're shooting over the heads of the guy's daughter and wife. Mm -hmm. He sees one of these guys um, just about to shoot in the direction of his wife and you know it's a question, what do you do you know at this point? Well he jumps in. He jumps in and he starts pummeling this guy and ultimately He gets the gun from the guy and kills him,
0: right? So this is the inciting
1: incident? That's the inciting incident. So it's like the the character
0: is going down one path, just a kind of normal whatever, like we're going to go get some raw food kind of thing. And then all of a sudden something happens. It could be a car pulls up and a bunch of guys and a bunch of guns and things like that. Or it could be some other simpler thing, but whatever it is, it drives all of the characters' actions from that
1: point on. Absolutely Through the entire.: movie. Now, the thing is, what could have happened here is the police could have come and caught them, and um, they said, "Thank you, sir, for saving um, whoever this royal person was in the car," And they go on on. But the problem is, one of the other guys in the car mm-hmm. with the shooters was the brother of the guy that was killed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he swore eternal vengeance on Harrison wow. Ford. So, so Harrison that Ford has is to really
0: it. Resolve that he problem. Has and as a no v- viewer choice of the film,
1: you know that you're like, right. okay, that's what the game is here. That's right. The game is on. Right. So now it. So from that point on, it's really Harrison Ford reacting to the onslaught of this guy who is deranged. Mm-hmm and just pushes to have him and his family killed. And that's the thing, you've got to put the guy's family in jeopardy. Of course, yeah. That's, that's a lot right. of what happens
0: in action movies. That's right. It's not, the not just Put family the guy. in jeopardy.
1: Right. family is in it's jeopardy. It's bigger than him.
0: This is a big thing, you know. There's a movie I just saw a preview for another Harrison Ford movie mm-hmm. called uh, Firewall. Uh-huh. And again, there's his family. His family's that's in right. jeopardy. He's like right. some IT guy or something. Mm-hmm. And he's got to, you know, make sure that he can crack this code for this evil person. That's right. And uh, otherwise his family's going to die.
1: Well, this um, brings up uh, something else that um, I'm I'm doing a a lecture at a university in Memphis. In Oh, it's in Tennessee. I don't think it's Memphis in February. And um, it's on, you know, black film. I was going to do it on, you know, who knows what. But the person who was putting it on got back to me and asked me if I could talk about C.S.A. And I said, about oh, what? I want
0: to hear about this. This is really They something. said,
1: C.S.A. So, immediately, I did not want to seem ignorant. So, I got on the web to find out what C.S.A. colon, the movie is. I know. At first I thought it was the Casting Society of America, <laughs> which is an not organization quite. of casting directors. Right. Well, it's actually Confederate States of America, the movie. It is a film that was at Sundance last year, and what it depicts is what it would have been like had the South won the Civil War. So I looked
0: on the Internet, because Jesse sent me this link, and here's this movie that uh, Spike Lee produced, perhaps? Yeah, he produced it. He saw it at
1: Sundance, and he bought it. Oh, okay, he bought it. So this... Guy, his name is uh, Kevin. Kevin Wilmot, I think. Kevin Wilmot, He's a professor, actually, at um, Kansas State University. I think it is. So it's shot like a documentary, right? Yeah, shot like a documentary. Right. And they've got slaves on eBay. And right. They're selling slaves on eBay. Um, they've got all kinds of things that are going going on. Modern, new, more modern you shackles buy, and yeah, things. Yeah, you 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 buy your slaves on with credit cards. They have right. What's that? Um, the auto. Um, slave system where you can just put something on. This is like one of those Ronco commercials. You put a a little bar, uh, battery-operated thing on the slave's arm, and they can't escape. um, And then they're
0: saying, we sell this slave as a set
1: with his entire family for one piece at a time. Oh, my
0: goodness.
1: So um, I'm wondering, because um, I found a few things on on the, the web about it, if anybody has seen this movie
0: out there, I don't know if they had screenings of it. I think it was at the. Yeah, it's Sundance been at a Film couple Festival. of places. Yeah, uh, please, please write us. Yes, filmshots at gmail.com. Right. And anybody with any kind of comments they want to make, filmshots at gmail.com. on anything, very, on, on
1: anything that we talk about. We appreciate strong. it.
0: But, or if um, you want to send us money, you can. Uh, I, I I could use email us right now there, and tell us fact, how
1: you're going to go about doing that. Right, because uh, I'm going to be like one of those web um thing you, things you get on the um your, your email. I'm from South Africa, and the embassy has thrown out my father. And all we need is ten million dollars to get him That's out. That's a little Please. tip. do
0: not respond to that email. Do not respond to now, it. you know what? We're at a half an hour here, which is the longest oh, we've that done. Is a long and time. I, I think we better wrap it up. Um, Speaking of wraps, we have wraps here. I'm he had some his. I don't mine. have it's, mine. I still it's have. pretty darn good. If you want to check out a good raw food place, Giuliano's in Santa Monica, I, I recommend it highly. Uh, it, I, you know, I think I could eat like this all the time. I think that as I might be doing it. someone prepared it for me. <laughs> and apparently uh, they say, you know, cooked food is cancer. That's what That's they say. But they say. I don't so, know. Um, so, so what's your film been? I think it's film bite. Oh, film bites. We've decided on film bites for our last little comment. on uh, Something that will help you in the film industry, something you can do right away. And I think a lot of you uh, people that are out there listening are making your own films because it is so easy to do with digital cameras and such. Um, I want to make a couple of comments on what to do just so you're not unhappy later on with your product. First of all, get out there and shoot it, write yourself a a little story. Preferably has a little twist in it, uh, make it a short thing, maybe not over 10 minutes, maybe not over 15 minutes, <clears throat> definitely under 15 minutes. And make sure that the sound is the best sound that you can get. I mean, we learned this last Absolutely. week with our, and we'll probably learn it again today. And test the, the sound.
1: Card. Test to make sure that you're recording it. properly. Get
0: some room tone, which is something uh, people forget to do. All it means is you get everybody to be as quiet as possible. And you just record just the ambient noise, which is just whatever happens to be there. So later on- About a minute or so. Later on, when you decide to to try and edit things out or, or do any kind of sound editing, you've got a little
1: bit of filler. Right. Which will really help you out in the end. And you would be surprised at the differences of sound in different locations, different rooms. Go into your bathroom and listen there, and then go into your living room and listen there.
0: And there are things like refrigerators and things that you don't even <coughs> right, realize are on. Cars Air outside. that's very of important. And then uh, the other thing is, if you are going to submit to a film festival, take still photos. This may seem like a uh, something you could pull maybe from your, your footage later on, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Get yourself a regular film camera, or mm-hmm. get yourself a really good quality digital camera. Take some posed shots that are not necessarily from the film just something that would look good in the newspaper right because they really need this for their publicity the film festivals and if they like
1: your film you could end up with a lot of free publicity this right yes. one of the things that Sundance asked for it asked for you to send them posters so you have those two photographs that Joel is talking about are usually called liner photos <clears throat> and they're the ones that you used to see outside of a theater um, um, that tell you what the story is those are not shot through the lens of the motion picture camera they are stills taken from usually the same direction I used to be a stills photographer and I would sit right under the lens and do the photographs um, as the director instructed but you have to blimp that you have to keep that quiet because you don't want the noise of the clicking of your camera to get in
0: we have this. Allison here, <coughs> and we just want to say thank you so much for being on the show.
2: Yeah. What's uh, your last name, Allison? It's Bagby. Bagby,
0: Allison Bagby,
1: yeah, Allison Bagby the beautiful. Right. My
2: middle name's nice, though. What's what your middle it? name? Charme.
1: Oh, I Charmaine. like Charme. That's very yeah. nice. Oh, la. la. <laughs> so I want to get your comment as
0: a film bite. My film, film
1: bite is: I've already told it. Um, make it short if you're making a short film. I'll tell you one of the worst things when I used to. Um, um look at films for for new line. One of the things, you get a forty-five minute short film, you would watch five minutes. That's it. And if the story hadn't caught on by then, it was forget it. Another and reason then to have you your inciting incident in the first half. Have it of minutes. quick. Have it quick. Get that thing done quick. And then everybody has to watch your film. If I've got to watch ten films in say um, a half a day, I always watch the short ones first. And I may not even get to the long
0: ones. Great. All right. So we're going to wrap it up. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Allison. Thank Thank you, Giuliano's Raw Food Restaurant here in Santa Monica. And uh, we're signing off. Hopefully we're going to get you some... uh, How do they contact us again? Ah, that's it. Filmshots at gmail.com. All right. I'm Jesse Rines. And this is Joel Marshall signing off. See you later.